chicas. Welcome to another episode of Chica We Got This. This is your host, Maria Lisa. And today I'm joined by the beautiful Maria Padron, una mujer hermosa. I'm so glad that you guys are joining me. This is a podcast for Latinas, by Latinas, and yes, by actual Latinas joining me from the Latina Follow Trends on Instagram and TikTok. It's been amazing. So many changes I have seen and so many people that are joining now. It's kind of wild. I feel like it's changed a lot for everyone and everyone's been impacted in a way that they're kind of like, gracias a todas, you know, like we feel blessed to be Latinas. And this is just kind of like a gift back, I guess. So it's been amazing. And so what I did with my podcast is kind of invite Latinas to hop on so we can talk, get to know each other and um, use my platform as a place for them to put their sums, themselves out there and put their businesses out there and make connections because you never know what could come out of this. So today we have our beautiful Maria and um, I'm going to give her a few seconds to introduce herself, tell us where you're from, what do you like to do, and a little bit about this amazing website that she sent to me that y'all need to go and purchase some beautiful stuff. Tell me, Maria, how are you doing today? Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Maria Padron. Um, my family calls me Lupita. So I love Lupitas. Lupitas are always the nicest. All over, right? <laughs> Um, I am from Mexico, um, and I live in Houston, Texas. Um, I am 41 years old. Um, I just launched my, um, online store and, um, just being on TikTok, I came across your post about the Latinas, um, follow train. And you know what, um, when you talked about this podcast, um, I, I think it's, it's very interesting and I wish you the best of luck and the best of success. Oh, I thank you. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I am married. I have five, six children, five boys and one girl. They're, um, we're a blended family. So I have four. My husband has two. They all live with us. So it's a very interesting um, home. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> oh, I bet it's very busy. I bet it's a lot going on all the time. That is really awesome. So tell me about your website. It's lumilaspecialty.com, right? How do I say it right? And how would I find it on Instagram and TikTok? Um, Lumila Specialty. Um, the Lumila, it's a mix of Lupita and Camila. Camila is my daughter. She's the only girl. Um, and um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Lumila underscore specialty. Um, same thing on Instagram, Lumila underscore specialty. No, the Facebook does not have an underscore, it's just Lumila specialty. We'll find you anyways. That's, <laughs> that name is unique. So, de que lo va a encontrar ni dude. Este, um, yeah. And, yeah, um, I'm here because, so this is a learning experience for me, first of all. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm having a hard time. This, I'm, I'm way, like, 100% outside of my comfort zone. I, okay. 
I struggle with putting myself out there, right? But I tried that follow train, Latina follow train. And I was like, you know, why not? Um, to, you know, to put myself out there. Um, I'm not, my, my um, goal is not to be TikTok famous or, you know, I'm, I think I'm too old for that, but uh, it's more um, just to, and even my story, it's not really about, you know, the money, of course, um, of course it is important, right? To have a source of mm -hmm. income, but um, it's, I wanna share my experiences. I want to share some of my knowledge. I am, I am a beautician, I am a hairstylist. I have a cosmetology license, but for the past 13 years, I have worked um, in, in an office in corporate. Um, okay. I left my job uh, beginning of December, and while I was looking for um, a new job opportunity, that's when I decided, you know what, why don't I start, you know, as, you know, something of my own. My husband always had always tried to push me to, you know, start a business, but I just, I, I that's not something that I look forward to que yo quería. So, siempre le decía que no, que no. And finally, I was like, you know, creo que it is time for me to think about what I want. Um, for the past 13 years, I worked porque necesitaba. I needed an income. I was a single mother when, you know, 13 years ago with four kids. Um, so I, Tenía que trabajar. No era a choice. It wasn't something. I loved my job, but it wasn't something that I chose. Um, and now it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm at a better place. I need to think about me. Um, I need to think about what am I teaching my, my children? Um, and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Awesome. I mean, I want to motivate and inspire. And I have lots of stories and about healing, about growth. And just like I've been inspired and I've been motivated by other, by my mentors. I mean, I would love to do the same for others. Yes, and having gone through all these experiences, you, you, it's kind of like it can naturally come to you to want to be a mentor and to want to help others because you understood that it took a struggle and it took a piece of you and you want to kind of help others kind of stay pieced together right you know so I totally understand and I'm so happy that you took the time to be here with us and it's very out of your comfort yes. zone <laughs> and I totally get that because I'm out of my comfort zone this is all a little you know not a show that I'm putting on but it's it's it takes it takes energy yeah, it takes to, to be here and, and, and I, you know Exactly. It takes courage. I'm putting myself out there. Yes. Yes. Thank so you. So please excuse so, me if I'm all over the place. Um, like no, I said, this is the first for me. Girl, you're good. If you hear if you hear any of my episodes, I'm all over the place all the time because I want to tell you so many things. But 
the organization skills in my head are not the ones in my house <laughs> so <laughs> so it's not very organized but um hopefully someone finds the value in that but um so with your business what kind of got you to to start it um like what's the one thing that clicked for you that you said okay this is why um we went to Mexico for the holidays and um well I had thought about opening maybe you know while I find a job let me maybe I can try and open my own salon um my husband owns um a tire shop so I was like okay maybe you know right next door you know you already have the clientele mm -hmm. the customers you know but um then we decided not to and we were over there in Mexico and I was buying some um, botanical supplements, um, aceititos and, you know, all the stuff that you, that you buy when you go back home, you know? Yes, I buy a lot. Este, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm always trying to find all these things. Um, when my mom goes to Mexico, siempre le estamos encargando cosas and bring me this and bring me that. And um, it's like, why don't I just sell it? Because it, it even on, on, I'll go to Amazon and pay whatever I need to pay, you know, or to get them because we need them or we want them. So I, why don't I just do that? And then I was like, well, maybe I can, you know, I'm all, I like, I'm into fashion jewelry. I'm into the beauty business too um, I love makeup I don't have anything any right now but I've, I've always um, loved makeup I did hair for a living so I have my cosmetology license but I worked um, as a hairstylist for 11 years right after high school then I went into the corporate world huge change um, and I'm like maybe it's time for me to go back to what I like my passion which is the beauty business it's, it's my passion I, I in the beginning I wanted to be an artistic director when I was doing hair for the company oh, that I, I was working that. um it just it didn't work out right life tenía otros la, la, Dios tenía otros planes, la vida tenía otros. but we're here and um so it's just just me I guess me reflecting on my past the last 13 years and where do I want to go? Um, and it's just, I just took a leap of faith and it's like, okay, you know what? Just like my husband said, easy pega, pega, easy, no, you try. You know? At least you try. Exactly, you, you don't say, lose yeah, anything. You can say that, you know, I tried this, I didn't like it, it didn't work. But you're not, no te estás, um, exactly exactly and what's the first step that you took to start this business like did you have to open like you know what they say like an llc like what was the first step how did you start i went into this shopify.com um website and you know it was interesting and it you know it had a trial period um and one thing led to the other and i ended up you know, applying for my LLC. Um, I don't know what it's license or registration. 
So, you know, well, all the registrations that you have to do with <laughs> when you have a business. So um, then I was, you know what, I already did this. So I, I have to keep going and let's see where this goes. And I have my moments, even, even signing up for this podcast, I had my moments where, you know, um, I'll be like, what did I, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, I have a lot of those moments. Yeah. No, no es tanto que me arrepienta, it's just, I, I second guess myself. I, I doubt myself. I think I'm my worst critic. Okay. And that's something that takes time to get out of. I'm sure it takes time because, you know, it's, we are all we have. So if we are our worst critic, we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to change because it also gets us where we want to go. You know, sometimes being that little rough with yourself can kind of get you where you want to go, but it can put you behind as well. So, mm -hmm. um, what um what was the the one thing that kind of inspired you to to do specifically what you sell on your website and if you could tell the listeners what what we can find on your website I saw some beautiful earrings you already know <laughs> um like I said I since since right after high school since I was in high school I've been into makeup and hair and then you know right after high school I had um, during high school, I got my cosmetology license. So right after high school, I went to work for the salon. So that's been my passion since, since always. Um, and then, you know, just thinking, because my, my first thought was to open a, a, a salon and that wasn't going to happen. So I was like, okay, maybe not now, but later. So that's, that's where also the specialty. So the, the, the legal name of my business is Lumila Specialty Goods and Services. So wherever this goes, maybe later I can, you know, open a, a, a physical location, maybe even, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll end up opening my salon like I thought in the beginning. Um, so anything that has to do with beauty, um, I love fashion jewelry. So there's, you will find a lot of jewelry, fashion jewelry, and then I, um, I saw opportunity to sell some um, gold and silver jewelry as well. And um, of course, makeup. There's not a lot of makeup in, in the catalog and the website right now. I'm, you know, I'm still working on it. So it's a work in progress. Um, makeup, makeup tools, um, some uh, hair stuff. I'll, I'll add some hair stuff there, like shampoos. And eventually, you know, I'm, I'm working on, on it. I'm, I want to also make sure that my mission is to um, offer quality uh, products at an affordable price. You know, we have all this marketing right now, um, all this makeup that is super expensive. Not everybody, I didn't, I couldn't afford it, right? Um, I have children, my, my daughter and she, you know, she's all over, social media and she wants everything that she sees there but it's sometimes it's just the name you know so I um eventually I want to have my my brand of makeup and skin skincare um so 
that's the work that's the, the, the work that I'm doing right now. Um, um, ordering samples and testing and and seeing because um, I mean I don't just I'm not doing it just to make a profit. Yeah, exactly. I want I, I want to build my brand. I want to build a brand, and I and I want this to be um, my personal brand rather than just a, a a business to to make profit. Awesome, and uh, I do want to know, like, um, you were like a hairstylist for eleven years. Yes, and so, um, I still have, you know, my. Um, in Texas, you have to be licensed um, to work at a hair salon. So my license is, I've been keeping up with my license. I did it for 11 years, right after high school. Uh, then after um, my separation with my kid's um, father, um, I needed a nine to five job, you know, to spend more time with my kids. Um, that's when I went into the corporate corporate world, if you will. Um, and then, and I was there for 13 years, but I always kept, kept up with my, my license. And that, that's always been my passion. You know, I, I do my kids hair. I, I love makeup. Um, I tried at one point, um, I tried uh, having like a hair studio at home, um, but it was just, it was too much. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. It was too much work. You know, Monday through Friday, I went to go to work. I drove. The commute to work was an hour each way. Um, and the kids, you know, I had my four kids uh, in school. Um, had to get home, and then Saturdays and Sundays, it was like, okay, I'll do it during the over, you know, the weekends. But you know, that's the, the cleaning, the cleaning days. I was like, no. I, so it, it just it didn't work out. Um, but now my kids are older. They're all teenage. Well, my oldest is 22. So you could be my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and my youngest is 15. Mi, mi hija es la más chica. Uh, 15 años. So I have more time. I have their support. I have my husband. I have my other two kids. Um, and it, I'm, I'm at, a, at a better place. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it again. Yay. And if there's any, like, I know that there's hairstylists a part of this trend. So what's, what's something that some advice for them, as well as something that you might've gone through that, that like, um, like things to, to learn for just to help them kind of get through, maybe they're new into this cosmetology and, and hairstyling world, you know, do you have any advice for any of those girls? Uh, he is, as far as like what's what's trending right now, maybe I'm not up to date because I haven't done it, but an advice for somebody that's starting, um, go for it. If, if, if it's what, if it's really what, what you like and what you want to do, go for it and watch other, um, other hairstylists. That's how I learned. I watched and then from each person that I, 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 I sat right next to them, um, and I watch and, and I, I grabbed the best, you know, the best techniques. And then I made them my own, you know, I had a mix of the other people that I was, that I learned from. Um, and, I, you know, 
it's been a long time since I worked in a salon, but I remember, so let's say 13 years ago when I worked, um, it was at a mall. Um, we had a really, really good team. Um, and my, my friend, she has, a, she has her own shop right now. Um, we, had, we were pretty good with, you know, color. Like I said, I wanted to be an artistic director to do, um, teach other stylists to do color hair color um but I remember we used to have like a two three hour wait um of people and and we were like I mean I loved it I loved it so if this is what you like to do just keep keep doing it and you're gonna have challenges like I did I I I, I had to I had to go um another route um which you know todavía me gusta like I I have learned I've learned a lot and, and I've, I've, I've come to realize a lot in, in this since I left my job back in December. I have grown a lot and I, I didn't realize that before. Um, beauty is my passion, but I also enjoyed everything I did in the corporate world. Um, I was just an, an admin, right? I, I my, Then when I left, I was a director of data management which I loved problem solving. And I've realized that I think I, I, I enjoy the challenges, just new challenges. That's why I, what I enjoy. So if you're starting on this um, in the beauty industry, um, go to hair shows. Um, don't be scared, you know, like try it on family members. You know, I've also learned that if you, when you when you stay in your comfort zone, so that's why I'm here too, because this is so out of my comfort zone, but I have to do it. Um, throughout my, you know, hairstyling, hairstyling career and the um, corporate career, until I had no other cho choice but to do what I had to do, then I, you know, I realized, okay, I can. Pero mientras tenía miedo, I was I was just stalled and nothing was happening. So, no se, no se congelen por el miedo, no, no se dejen intimidar por um, ciertos clientes, piden hairstyles, tienes que lidiar con all kinds of um, personality. So just, you have to be very flexible. Um, and, listen more than trying to talk they're there and they they want your clients want to talk so you're there to listen um i don't know i could, I could keep going <laughs> we love that that's awesome and i i read this marketing book where they talk about like if you want to put yourself out there definitely go to shows so yes let's hairstylists out there go to shows <clears throat> put yourself out there listen to other people and their experience and watch them be very very watchful and take notes even take notes yeah. awesome so i want to ask you because you said que no, no te congeles por el miedo what in the past, like what kind of kept you frozen? O qué pensamientos o mentalidad o qué personas o qué 
¿Qué cosas estaban pasando en ese momento en tu vida that kept you frozen? What kind of the one thing that kept you right there? Que no podía seguir ni para adelante ni para atrás. It just kept you right there. Um, you know what? The, the, the being Hispanic part, and actually in the corporate world, that was one thing, you know, I, for a long time, uh, for a lot, many years, um, I thought, you know, I settled because the company that I worked for, um, it was mostly white male, white males. And it's a male-dominated industry. Um, I'm in the flooring industry. Uh, and I mean, I just so you know, I did not have any ninguna aspiración para otra posición más alta. You know, I was fine with where I was, and I was fine in my office and what I learned to do, and I was good at it, and And I was fine uh, not speaking up. Me gustaba aprender mucho siempre. That's my thing. I love to learn. I love to learn new things. Um, I'm curious and yo misma me, you know, I'm, and if there's something I, I want to figure out and I just can't, I won't stop until I figure out. And I'm talking about, you know, computer systems or este problema que, que no se lo puede resolver. I, I won't stop until I, find a solution, not necessarily me fixing it, but getting to the, to the root cause of that problem. But, um, but I did it on my own. It was just me. It was me very quietly. Nobody else knew. I just stood in my office and um, stayed in my office and did whatever they told me to do. Um, I tried, I avoided as much as possible to even talk to the, you know, the big bosses. Like I, I wanted to be invisible. Um, then there were changes in management. And, you know, I, I saw what we were doing wrong. And I, I was still, I was very um, scared to speak up. Like, they're not gonna listen to me. I'm just this Mexican lady why are they you know and that was my thought up until um maybe a couple of years ago that's been my thought just this mexican girl you know i'm not at their level so then when i when i when i did when i was my friend she pushed me you know you know how to we were it was very chaotic um our product managing, our marketing department was doing not good. We needed to restructure it and we needed more organization. Um, and I knew exactly what needed to be done, but I was waiting for them to ask me, you know, like, well, if they ask me, I'll, I'll do it. And then she was like, no, they're not going to. And, and I saw that, I saw that, you know, The president, he sent out an email, you know, if you know somebody, you know, for this open position, when they knew, I knew everything that needed to be done. Um, and I went for it. I talked to him. And from there, that's where I met my, one of my mentors. And she saw potential and she saw what I was able to do. And, and she pushed me, you know, and that's, you know, 
that's where I started realizing, oh my God, because I had my moments where, what am I doing? Like, I'm just, I think I'm way over my head. Like, what am I even doing? Telling them, what if it doesn't work? What if what I'm saying doesn't work? Um, and from there, I just took off. Then um, we were acquired. And so that was a big change. We didn't know if we were gonna have our job. Um, and that I was very scared. That was another big change. That was the best change for me, even though I was so scared. I was so scared of losing my job because I was like, oh my God, where am I gonna go work? I don't have a college degree. So, but I was good at what I did, but of course I was not um, confident to go, to go out there and look for another opportunity. I was very self-conscious, very scared of what they were gonna say about me, um, about the interviewing part. I struggled, I do not have experience. I struggled a lot and I'm sure you guys can tell. I, <laughs> um, but um, that was a very good change. I kept working, I kept just, you know, I kept working and giving them my suggestions. And I said, you know what, if, if you know, if it's not, if I'm not meant to stay, okay. And if they let me stay with the new company, We'll see what, what happens. Well, the VP of marketing, it was a lady. It was um, an Indian lady, not a white male. And she had character. She, Kavita McCarthy is her name. She put her foot down and did not let all these men step all over her. And she gave me an, an opportunity. She saw potential. Um, I had in the last two years with the company, I had three, three promotions. I went from just being a regular admin, a product, I was a claims, merchandising and claims manager. Um, I did whatever I needed to do, um, fix whatever problems needed to be fixed. And then I went into a product analyst uh, position. And then finally she offered me to be the director of data management um, for the Coal company. It's a nationwide company that it has locations in 28 states of the United States. Um, and I was doing all that. So, and you know, she is my biggest mentor. She, I was so loyal and so grateful to her that even though I was scared, so scared of not making it, of like, I'm, of, that I wasn't capable, but I was even more scared or more worried about letting her down, that I had to do it. And I did it and, and it was very successful. Everything, you know, all our projects were a success. And then of course, um, well, I, I don't wanna get off the subject, but, that, that's a good example. Like I, I've been all this time, I've for many, I, I can tell you many, many, many instances, muchas, muchas veces donde yo tuve tanto miedo and pensé que estoy haciendo, not even like, what am I doing? I'm, this is way over my head. And, and I did it and I did it. And I made, um, 
good um, professional um, relationships, working relationships, and and they know me in the industry now. They know who Maria Padron is, um, and and I mean, it was I don't know I don't know what else to say. It was it was just great. I I I never I never even imagined having a direct I mean not even a manager's position, much less a director. Right. Oh, your potential is huge. So you better see that. You better see that. It's amazing that you had a mentor and and she saw the, the light that you shine. So that is amazing. Is there anything that like um, some of us can learn that your mentor taught you something that we can take away from from your experience with her? Um. Yes, do what can I, um trying to think. So to just just do what you feel that it's right. So I know we're gonna have a lot of ladies that work in the corporate world. Um and a lot of these industries are male dominated. And there's a lot of things happening in the corporate world, especially in the, at the executive level. Um, she was, she became the president of the company. Um, and she had a, a, quite a few um, male VPs that were under you know, her supervision and they did not like it. Um, but she stood her ground. She stood her ground. She had a vision. And then that's what I've learned from her. That's the biggest takeaway uh, from working with her. Um, she had a vision. She believed in it. And I, she shared it with me and I believed in her vision. And I just, I, I knew where she wanted to go and I wanted to help her. And, and you know, I worked a lot of overtime hours. I would work at home on the weekends and not because I had to, because I wanted to accomplish, like I wanted to complete the projects that we had because we, there was a vision. And I think anywhere, I think, and that's something that I, I that I've learned. And I, I think that's, I need to stay true to that always. Um, do what's best for you. Do what's right. So she's not with the company anymore. There, you know, fishy things. The CEO things happened, and and it was so she ended. She from just one moment to the other, she wasn't with the company anymore. No explanation, nothing. But you know, I kept in touch with her, and then she, you know, I know exactly what happened, and. And that was another learning experience because that's why I'm not there too. Um, my values did not align with the, you know, the owners, the company's values. Um, I knew that what they were telling the rest of, you know, all the employees was not really what was happening. So there was not, they were not being honest and I could not stay there and, 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 give my 100 to 100 percent 
and be loyal to somebody that that I knew hadn't, you know, did not have um, other people's best interest. You know, it was only his, he was only worried about his interests. Um, and I don't have anything lined up. I just, I resigned. I resigned the best job that I've had had. I've resigned it and then here I am. Um, trying, trying it on my own. Uh, while still, I'm, I'm, I'm still planning on working. And one of the VPs, like I said, I made long, um, good relationship, good working relationships. I, um, one of the VP of sales that left the company as well because it was just not a good working environment. And me llevo a trabajar con él, so voy a comenzar a trabajar con él um, en una semana. And we're, we're, we're starting a, a same in the, in the flooring industry, but we're going to start building um, the U.S. division for this flooring distributor. Oh, my gosh. So you're, you're a trailblazer right now. And with all the changes <laughs> that you've gone through, it's about to be huge for you. I'm so sorry and that I, you had to And I hope it's making that. sense, everything I'm saying, because I was like, I'm, Yeah, no, of <laughs> course. We're here. We're here. We're on the same wavelength. Entendemos y estamos aquí contigo. That's crazy, though. You had to... See, is the reason that you had to let go of your of your position there? Okay, so... When, when, you know, she was gone from one day to the other, no explanation, and I was reporting to her, right? So there was nothing being said. Of course, you know, I, I was communicating with her. Ella me dijo lo que estaba pasando, um, and not in so many details because there are, um, um, what do you call it, non-disclosure agreements in place. So, but I knew, um, kind of what was going on and, and the company was not, um, not that it was not doing good, but we had a lot of issues that that our team was working on. Um, it, th this company is a mix of um, about 10 acquisitions, 10 companies. Can you imagine the product catalog from each company, all the issues from each company mixed together it was a it was a huge um, mess. That's what we were working on cleaning it up. And in the middle of that, that's when you know she she left. And um, I talked. I had a meeting. There was no direction. It was very confusing. There was no direction. I didn't know. Am I supposed to be working on the same thing? Are we still moving towards the same goal? What is it, what's happening? Um, I was very. Um, uh, my, I was very, very confused, very, uh, I was struggling a lot to, to every day at work. And, you know, now Kavita wasn't there. So you had all these men trying to run, run the show now. And it was, it was very challenging. And I tried to stand my ground, you know, like this, this is what our strategy is. And this is what we're going to keep moving forward. But I didn't know if the CEO was supporting the, that strategy. And I had a meeting with him and then the new president and presented them with an agenda of everything that needed to, that in 
from what I could see um, needed to be fixed and in inclusiveness with the company, you know, within the company was one of the problems, communication. Um, they didn't listen to me. It's they focused on this one girl, this black girl that they did not like everything that she was doing wrong. My convert, my meeting uh, took over my agenda um, ended up being about this girl that reported to me that they did not think she had the skills. And that, that did it for me. Like I can't. That is crazy. They said they, they took the time to point one person that reports to you. That's wild. Do you what? <laughs> and that's that's what did it to me. I was like, you know what? I was presenting them with solutions to the issues that we have. And they focused on this one issue. And because she was um, managing that part, and for some reason, and I, I I struggled, I did not want to accept it, but it had it had to be raised. It had to be raised. Um, and that's when after I hung up, it was a virtual meeting. After we ended that meeting, I left. I sent my resignation letter. Um, and so I don't even know what we were talking about. Um, what made me, so that's what made me resign. And it took a lot. I mean, like I said, that was, that's, I felt like, oh my God, I'm going somewhere, you know, I'm getting somewhere, I'm moving up. Um, but I, I had to, I had to stay true to myself. I could not, no, no. How could I stay working there one, even one more day? It's not fair to our own Latinas. It's just like, it's just like giving in. It's like allowing that and, and giving it another day is just showing that you, that you, that it doesn't kind of change you. And that's something that can take a lot of energy out of you. It can really drain you when you get back home. Ya tu no puedes you know, it takes a lot. So I do want to ask you, what do you do when you get home? Or what did you used to do when you when you would get home to kind of unload? I know it's nice to have family time, but family is still your kids. So you got to have like a watchful eye that takes another load of energy. So what did you do to kind of take care of yourself being such a trailblazer aquí con esta gente? <laughs> so... I was very, very invested in my my job, and I would come home and and keep working. And you know what? I am so proud and so um, amazed of my children, of my family, because they were they knew this was a good thing for me. That good things were happening for me, and they were very supportive. So I did not come home and cook and you know take care of my kids. I my oldest my oldest kids would help out. My husband would help out. I just, I worked and then, and I would rest, you know, just chill, watch Netflix. I loved staying in bed and watching Netflix. Um, actually, it took me, it was harder to decompress when I left because I had all these things in my head 
that I needed to be done. So it took me, it was harder to um, permanently get that off my, my head. But I was very, um, I was very committed. I just, I just wanted to keep going and, and, and see where that was going to take me. But you know what? Los planes de Dios, I mean, nosotros no sabemos nunca lo que va a pasar. Yo pensé que I was going to retire from that company. I was, I was going to grow and, 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 and it changed quick. My, the plans changed quick, very quickly. Um, so uh, now, you know, I'm, you know, I want to go here and there. They're, they're teenagers. They're older. They're not toddlers and a little kid. So they're very self-sufficient. I have very, very good kids. I, I can brag. I mean, I could just keep bragging about my, my children. Um, they're awesome. My oldest, you know, and because I think because what we've gone through. So, you know, the six, they're, like I said, we're a blended family and all these kids have gone through a lot. So oh. it's just, uh, it's, I just, I, I love them. I, I don't even know how to express, you know, like, I, I don't, if I can't say, you know, I come home and um, feed my kids and do this. Or, no, on the contrary, I think they cater to me more than I do them. Oh, that's a beautiful support system that you have. <laughs> and I'm really happy that you're proud of them because a lot of kids that we sit and wonder, is my mom proud of me at all? Like, does she see who I am, what I do, and like how 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 well she raised me, you know? So that's beautiful of you to really point that out about and them. And now that you, and that you say that, that, that's something that I, you know, and this is going to maybe not, I don't know, I'm not trying to change the subject, but I can I can tell anyone else how proud I am of my kids but I I do struggle telling them and I from the conversation I was in your life last night and one thing that I I was just like it dawned on me many of you uh, were saying you know you know my mom that you know we have a hard relationship you know um una relación difícil con sus mamás or and I identified with the moms, not with you guys. I think I was identified more con las mamas, because I, yo soy gritona y yo soy, which my kids know that I love them. They, haría cualquier cosa, they, they, they see it, even though mm -hmm. I don't say it, but that's something that I need to work on. Um, and that's something that I'm going to learn from this community, from you guys, um, from, from the younger generation, because, um, yeah, I guess how to, the things that maybe you guys are going to help me realize um, certain behaviors that I need to fix. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad that we can help you somehow. I know that like, like, I think it's very important to say it because um, especially like after I moved out of my parents' house, I moved out when I was 16. And um, so I miss my mom and my dad all the time and I miss them more every day. And so, and I'm like, a, I'm not, an, I have half siblings, but I identify as an only child because I'm the only one between them too. And I'm the only one that was in the house. So I was, I, I, you know, they were all I had 
and their their direct family didn't live nearby they didn't live in puerto rico so i felt very very much alone so not having um like in, in my house sadly we didn't say the words i love you like te amo like that is no esa palabra esa frase you're not gonna hear it and we're working on it. We're working on it. Llegamos al punto que estamos diciendo te quiero. And that's huge for the three of us. Very big, very uncomfortable. But yes, I understand. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm just like, ¿cómo, cómo fue? And I'm just like, uy, se siente raro. <laughs> and you know que... what? My kids forced me to do it. They really? Me. Yes. They, if I don't say it back, they, you know, it, it, like, I'm not very affectionate. They, like I said, they know I love them because everything that we've gone through, I've I had to be very strong, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that could be maybe another podcast. Yes. So I had to be very strong. I had to be la mamá y papá. And, and, and now we were going through a lot. So I had to stay very strong. That it kind of made me very... A veces mis hermanos también me dicen que no tengo el corazón de piedra. I have no feelings, but it's just I have a hard time showing showing it. That's what it is. Pero ellos me, I know I have to break that cycle because it's a generational um, cycle. Um, but they they help me, and I have a lot to work on. Todavía, pero that I love you part, they will make me say it. Wow, that's really good because that means that they they are they are very smart. They are in many ways have like done their own healing, and they're like, "Mommy, you you gotta do it. You gotta do it. I know you love me, but I would like to hear it because hearing it and then, como que yo me imagino. Oh, I don't want to get teary, but yo me imagino el día. Eh, tristemente que mi mamá o mi papá ya no estén, and I and I never heard them say it. You know, I don't want that. I cannot live with myself if I never heard it. No puedo. I want to hear it all the time, but I understand it's hard for them and, and it's hard for me. So I'm I'm doing my best, you know. So, you know, it, we try, we try, but as long as we're aware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now I'm closer to my mom. I'm telling her stuff that I never was, you know, used to tell her. So I'm doing my best and she's she's putting in her her part and having a little like um, two Christmases ago. And I still remember it because it's so like new and different. She took me and her best friend to a girl's night. We went to like a rooftop and had a little dinner. I was like, <laughs> what like my oh mom does girls night what <laughs> oh that's 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 great and you know just like I want to so you see this is the, the the purpose this is why I was so interested in what you are doing here that's why I'm so interested in what you're doing just like I can learn from me from the young ladies the young girls um maybe some of us older um women will learn, um, we'll, we will learn a lot. At least I know I will. Um, I did last night. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad that you joined the live. I hope it was fun. I really am trying my best to put myself out there. It takes energy. You best believe I woke up a little tired, <laughs> but 
it was worth it it was worth it i met so many good people and um made great connections so um to close this episode off i want to ask you un poquito de consejos para mujeres latinas especialmente mujeres de tu edad que tu le puedes decir what can you tell them to kind of push through like just get through that barrier that they put on themselves or any advice for jovencitas como yo to kind of like do the same thing you know you've been through a lot and we and I just want to know what can you tell our Latinas to help them um just just keep doing it don't don't be scared like I said I I think I wasted time being scared I could have done even maybe you could have done more um pero no el hubiera no existe right so we just have to keep moving forward so just don't and there you know and, and all over TikTok I see I'm so proud like I see all these young um girls que tienen, you know good good jobs and 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 they're you know uh going up the ladder and and that's awesome and and just um be true to yourself um be confident I think um, be confident and get out of your comfort zone. I have experienced that once you, there's this saying, um, a woman doesn't know how strong she is until um, she has no other choice or she has no other option. Um, something like that, I, I don't remember the saying, but it's like that resonates with me so much because that, that's where I found myself when I, I just, I had to do it. Every time if I had somebody helping me or I was comfortable, no, you do it. Can you go tell them that? And where I didn't have to expose myself, I was very comfortable. And I just, I kept doing that. But once, you know, I found myself uh, in the midst of it, in the middle of it, and I just had to do it. And then I was so, and then I, I would realize, oh my God, I can. Like, you just, you just have to believe in yourself. Just take that leap of faith and, I know it's hard and, and like even right now, even me posting those makeup videos on TikTok, I'm just thinking every time like, oh, just uh, me estoy exponiendo, people are going to laugh at me. <laughs> but you just have to keep going because you never know where you're going to end up. Yes, when I look at my videos, I honestly cringe. I'm just like, pero es que tengo que hacer esto en serio. No hay otra forma de, de ponerme allá afuera sin ponerme a mí. You know, sin coger el riesgo, pero sin riesgo no hay ningún type of reward, you know. You gotta take that leap, you gotta do it. And if not, you're gonna stay right where you are and you better not complain about it because you didn't do anything about it so i appreciate these these tips y yo sé que muchas latinas también and i'm so glad that you took time to separate with me and be a part thank of this for, thank you for being patient with me and thank you everybody um for listening and um i hope i hope i make i make any sense <laughs> You did. And I'm it's honestly very inspiring. And I'm glad that I met you. And we got a little bit of a different perspective about mamas. And I got to know what your experience was like in the corporate world. I'm kind of new to it myself. I started my first big girl job um, like four or five months ago. And I'm already feeling the heat. 
Um, so it's new and um, putting my boundaries down and, and being clear about it. Yeah. Thankfully, my stuff is all minority girls. So oh, I'm blessed. Wow. But yes, still, yes. it's so new. You know, corporate world can be kind of like strict and like, tiene que ser así, hasta pum, pum, pum. Y yo como que, pero tranquilo. But hey, <laughs> we're learning, we're learning. But thank you so much, Maria, por estar aquí. I really hope that you no. book some time to come back. I would love to have you again. There are many, you know, based on your lives last night, there are many top topics that I would like to, and maybe like in a group, you know, just learn from each other, learn, I don't know. Um, and I thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being patient. And I, like I said, I wish you all the success. I wish this takes off and I wish this, I think it's awesome. And, and I hope you get all the support, the support that you need. Um, hey, thank you. If it weren't for you being here, I don't think I would really get far. It's, 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 it's <laughs> thank you guys that, that, that I'm able to even dream about the possibility, you know, so I appreciate you being here and maybe um, you can join our, our, I'm thinking of making an episode for girls to join um, mamas, an episode for mothers to talk about their experience of motherhood. Um, um, also talk about PPD, postpartum depression, and just things that a lot of mothers go through. So I would love to have you for that one. Um, okay. Yes, but thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you being here and chicas online that are listening to me. Remember to check out her website, lumilaspecialty.com and her TikTok and Instagram, lumila underscore specialty. Got some beautiful earrings that I'm about to purchase. So go and get your own products and make sure to support her online. So make sure to do that and come back for the next episode so you can hear more about other Latinas and their amazing stories. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one.